This is Charlie reporting from the Youth Media Center at SLB Radio. I'm 17 years old and in the 12th grade at City Charter High School. Everyone at some point has experienced being stereotyped. People naturally make assumptions about others based on whatever basic information they can gather from someone. Things like speech habits, attire, physical features, and beliefs, for example. After talking with some students in my class, the most common theme I heard was being categorized by presentation. The way we express ourselves is a vital part of our identity, but people's perceptions of us can impact that. Having expectations placed on us can be really stressful, and some people will find it easier to refrain from expressing their identity so other people can be comfortable, even if that means sacrificing their own comfort. What many people need to learn is that how a person chooses to present themselves does not equate with their own preconceived beliefs. Physical appearance does not equal identity. My own experience with this, as a queer person, has been impacting me since childhood. Growing up, my parents reflected their opinions of appearance on me, telling me I couldn't wear certain outfits because I'll look poor or overweight or various other, according to them, negative things. Hearing their opinions on people at stores or at their work formed the way I perceived others and also myself. Comments like, they're too fat to be wearing that, they look gay in that outfit, or she needs to shave, that's disgusting made me overanalyze how I looked to other people. I would spend so much time adjusting how I walked and how I spoke, trying to ensure other people wouldn't think less of me for how I looked to them. There were so many expectations placed on me that I felt like I had to live up to. I couldn't express myself in the way I was comfortable with. And then the pandemic happened. There's a wonderful opinion piece from the New York Times called Coming Out in a Pandemic that showcases queer people's experience in the pandemic and how it gave them the opportunity to embrace their identity in ways they couldn't before. There's one quote specifically that really resonated with me, and that's, I had to work at girlhood. Boyhood came more naturally. The pandemic gave me and many others time to think deeply about identity and engage with other queer voices that I hadn't had a chance to hear before. Being isolated from outside opinions, except those of my parents, I was able to figure out what I was comfortable with in regards to labels and style and similar things. They weren't particularly thrilled by these new developments, especially with how much more masculine I was beginning to present, but I was able to value my own sense of comfort as opposed to theirs. I'm much more secure in my identity now that I was given that period of reflection. And to quote from the article again, I think I would have gotten to those questions about myself at some point, but not for a while. It feels like the pandemic did that across many sectors, accelerated the growth or decay of different organizations already trending in that direction. In my discussions with my peers, there was a common theme of gender roles, specifically being pressured to partake in certain activities and dress a certain way. Something I related to was the experience of being labeled as male or female based on how you're presenting. People tend to assume that anyone who is presenting in a way that seems feminine, meaning anyone that is wearing feminine clothes, makeup, or jewelry, are automatically female. Obviously, we know that this is not true, but many people still struggle with this. Making assumptions is just basic human nature, and many people might not even realize that they're doing it. However, there certainly are people that still do. They say these things to hurt us and force their opinions on us because they see their beliefs as more important than ours. But there are more important issues than feminine men, masculine women, and androgyny. We have progressed as a society past the point of seeing pink and blue as gendered colors. I'm hopeful that in the future, these things will improve. Until then, it's important to remember that despite whatever you've been conditioned to believe, 
Appearance does not equal identity.